Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of The Life Zone. My name is Christian Legaspi. It is now October 30th, late in the evening. I hope your week has been going well so far. And today I'm going to talk about my faith. Now, I know in my past episodes I have briefly mentioned about my faith, about how it's a part of me, and I just decided uh, to talk about it. And trust me, I'm not here to talk about, I'm not here to uh, coerce people into believing what I believe. I just felt like I need to share with you because I really believe that it can be hopeful. I know some, when they hear the name Jesus, it sounds very offensive, but it shouldn't be offensive. But again, if you don't like this episode, I completely understand it. And if you don't like to hear about it, that's totally fine. But for those of you who want to hear about it, I'm just simply going to share how my faith journey has helped me through my, throughout my life. So when I was a little kid, I was brought up in the church. My parents taught me about God and the Bible. They taught me how to pray. But at that time, obviously, because I was a kid, I didn't really grasp the concept of Christianity and God. And I just went along with what my parents believed. They brought me to church and, you know, typical uh, little kid. I didn't really listen to the sermon, although the churches we've gone through, we've gone to, um, they had nursery, not nursery, but Sunday school. And I would go there and Sunday school would be fun. And then growing up, uh, through my teen years and even my preteen years, I started to have questions about it. And I really wanted to know who God really is, what God is all about, and what passages in the Bible uh, meant. And I understand that looking back, my parents tried their best to answer the questions I had, but it really didn't work out that way. It, I mean, it didn't really work out well. So in the end, I just had a journey of trying to find out what, where my faith is, what my faith was. And I'll tell you this, usually in our teen years, when we have these questions, oftentimes when it comes to Christianity, a lot of kids, a lot of teenagers would just, if they didn't find the answer, they would become an atheist and they would just let it go and you know they decided they decide to find other religions that suits them and i can understand that because some parents do have a problem i wouldn't say problem but again have a hard time explaining their faith sometimes uh, when they try to explain they're not well versed into their own faith and sometimes they just they uh, unfortunately use their faith to uh, bash their kids with with bible verses and making their kids think unfortunately that if they ever question god that they would end up going to hell or that they're sinning against god which by the way this is the truth there is nowhere in the in the bible that says that if you question god that you, you will be punished you have sinned against him and you're going to hell i mean throughout the years a lot of christians tend to abuse that kind of privilege when you know they're very zealous of their faith they're really into their faith but they forget that the way they're explaining it they believe they feel like that that's very sinful when someone questions their faith and that i will tell you guys now that that is very wrong now fortunately for me when i 
when I was growing up again, I always had this sense and this belief that there is a God. I've always believed in God, but I never understood the power of Jesus' name and the power of Jesus Christ. So, and trust me, growing up I had questions and there were things that I did that I didn't really appreciate and I don't like doing it and I regretted. Nothing too serious, but for me personally, it was very serious. It was really um, overshadowing, if I can say that, but um, what is that word? It uh, really clouded my judgment and it took hold of my, my mentality and my mind about you know where my faith is and I really believe that whatever things rough things that I was going through I really thought God would be disappointed with me but whenever I didn't get real clear answers I really believe the Holy Spirit uh, kept me intact and God really kept me grounded to never ever becoming an agnostic or an atheist and after I left high school and went to college, especially, you know, they say college is a time when for Christians, for Christian teenagers, their faith is really, really challenged by a lot of professors who don't have faith, a lot of intellectuals that can challenge uh, many Christian students. But I can honestly tell you that my faith, I was really grounded in my faith. And whenever I was challenged, or no, I don't. I was never challenged, actually, but I've always uh, put myself. I always allowed myself to go on a journey to find out who God really is. And fortunately, in 2009, after seeing some of the evidence on many sources I've got outside of the Bible, I gave my life to Christ in 2009. So again, if any of you are hearing this or are offended by this. I apologize, not in a way that I'm not going to talk about it, but if you feel like you want to leave and not listen to this episode, please, again, feel free to go ahead and we'll just leave it at that. But for those of you, again, who wants to hear it, I'm glad to continue. So again, when I gave my life to Christ, I was starting on this new journey. And trust me, there are many times that I have gone through when I gave my life to Christ. There are things that I've gone through that has not been good. And there are times that I've been struggling knowing who God is still. But because I gave my life to him, then the Holy Spirit really, um, really got to me. And he opened my eyes and my heart to find the truth about him. And from then on, I've really, my faith has really grounded me and kept me from doing things that are unacceptable. It has kept me from doing bad things, committing crimes. And then I will say this, there is a supernatural power when you're under Jesus Christ that when you're going through some mental torment or anxiousness or going through depression or uh, being very emotional on certain things, um, there is a supernatural power that Christ gives to you that where you can sustain it. He gives you that power and he gives you that power to move on in your life and to keep moving forward. And knowing that he has your back, as long as you trust him, he's always going to be there. And I just want to share to you again about how the Christian faith has helped me throughout my life. And trust me, even to this day, there are still things that I go through, but there is this 
this um, satisfaction and guarantee that no matter what happens, God is always there for me. And he's there to, you know, teach me a lesson and he's there to keep me grounded. And, you know, when he sees things that he knows in the future, it will lead to bad consequences. He has prevented that from happening and he has for me personally. And I say all this because I wanted to share this to you and I hope that this can feel inspired for you guys. Now, some of you might be asking, well, Christian, how do you know that the Christian faith is real? What about the other religions? How do you know that God exists? Uh, why should I believe in a God that, um, well, there's a lot of that to put, but why should I believe in a God that wants to bring people to hell? And all these objections. Well, I'm going to try to make this short. So first off, the way I can explain to you of, well, let's start with this. Why do I believe in the Christian faith? Well, because with my Christian faith, according to the Bible, God's holy written word, he guarantees you throughout his passages, he guarantees you peace and right prosperity, like the correct prosperity. And he guarantees you that, you know, if you trust him with all your troubles going on, he's going to guide you, he's going to help you. And he loves us so much that he doesn't want us to have, uh, yeah, have eternal life in dare I say it, hell. And hell is a really bad place, but I can honestly tell you with guarantee that God doesn't want any of human beings going to hell. So that's the reason, that's a short reason why I, I trust the Christian faith. And then you might ask, well, how can you prove God exists? How can you prove that Christianity is true? Well, I'll just give you this and I'll try to summarize it again. Uh, in the verse, in the Bible, there's a verse that says, I will bless them that bless you and curse them that curse you. God was talking to Abraham and Sarah, and Abraham and Sarah, as you know, is the father of the Jewish people, the, land, the nation of Israel. And when he said that, you know, you look at world history, and you see the Jewish people has been in existence for thousands and thousands of years. And you see these past empires and then the modern nations you see the Greeks, you see the Persians, you see the Egyptians. What do they have in common? A lot of them have in common of accepting the Jewish people into their country for a period of time. And then in the next generation or two, the country starts persecuting the Jews. And every time the Jews are being held captives by these nations, something bad happens. That's why you look at the Greek Empire, the Persian Empire, the Roman Empire, and even modern nations today like England, Germany. Look what happened to them. They, they fell. They were, they were not completely destroyed physically, but their power fell. And what was their common? Because when they mistreated the Jews, they uh, fell through and they lost their power. So seeing that in world history, well, I will say this too, and then when the... When the nations accept the Jewish people, they become very prosperous. That's why you see ancient Persia, when they brought Jews into their land, the Persian Empire was at its peak. It was powerful. But then the next generation, the next king came over and, that's, and mistreated the Jews, and then that's when everything went down. And then you see, you know, Germany, Nazi Germany especially. You see how they rose to power. And how Germany's economy was shattered already before and then they they kind of revived it 
but for only for a short period of time. And then came the Holocaust, and then what happens? God uses the Allies to punish Germany, and uh, Nazi Germany especially, and now they're not in power. And what do you get? Today you get neo-Nazi skinheads, and that's, all that's how far they're gonna go. So seeing those, and then one last thing, America. From the beginning of the founding of this nation, America welcomed the Jews right away. No matter what, they, they, America embraced the Jewish people as their own when they started the nation. That's why you see, when, when America began and they welcomed the Jews, immediately in a few decades, in a few years, they rose to power. And to this day, we are a powerful country right here. Because at times, you know, our relationship with Jews has, has been rocky, but we have a history of recovering that good and of maintaining that relationship. So when I see that, I see that the Bible verse of when God said to Abraham in Genesis, I will bless them to bless you and curse them to curse you. I see that that is true. And because I see that that passage is true, that's how I know God is real. And again, you look, you look at the past peoples like Malachites, Hittites, Canaanites, they were empires at once before. But then when they, uh, when they mistreated the people of Israel, either their power went down or they're not known anymore. They're gone as a nation. That's why you don't hear the modern Amalekites, Perizzites, Canaanites. I mean, I'm sure there, there are descendants living there, but for that name, it's no more. So that's one thing I can prove about how God really exists and how Christianity exists, or is true, sorry. Another one I can point out is when Jesus said in John, do not be, don't, again, I'm paraphrasing, don't be surprised that the world will hate you. The world will hate you because it hate me first. Again, you look at history you, and you see in modern times, whenever Christians are living in their own country, even native people who who accepted Christ as their savior, look what happened to them. They've been persecuted. Ever since Jesus rise up to heaven, they've been persecuted. They've been persecuted so much that they even died. And even today, you see like, I'm now I'm not saying that Buddhists are very bad. Please don't get me wrong. I'm saying recently there has been some faction in the Buddhist population where they become radical and they're, be and they're hurting Christians there wherever the Buddhists are. And then a few years ago, there were many um, uh, radical Hindus. And again, I'm not downplaying on the Hind on majority of the Hindus. I'm saying again that there are factions of the Hindu population that have decided to kill and persecute Christians, Indian Christians there. And what did we have to do with them? You know, what did we have to do with those radical Hindus? What did we have to do with these radical Buddhists? Think about it. And then down to the personal. Just saying Jesus Christ to an unbeliever, they get offended. You'll notice that when they, when I say I believe in my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they get offended. I mean, why are you going to be offended when it's it doesn't dis concern you? I'm saying you the, to the unbeliever in general. I'm just saying that it, I believe in it. But see, the name Jesus, it just stirs up people's hearts like most of the time in this fallen world, the anger. So seeing that again, seeing that that happens a lot, that shows how the Bible verse, that Bible verse is true. And seeing that Bible verse is true, that means God is real again. 
third I want to say is in Matthew, or I believe in Mark, God said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. And again, if you properly look back in history about the Bible, you will see that there have been many, many events where a lot of unbelievers, radical unbelievers, that tried to destroy the word of God, but yet it still survived. Again, when you see that, that means that Bible passage is true. And because that Bible passage is true, that means God is real. So I just want you to think about those three examples that I gave you. And then you want a question again, ask yourself, can I still trust the Bible? Can I still trust Christianity or not? That's for you to decide. I'm not going to tell you, you better believe it or else. I'm just saying this is how I'm, I've decided to share my faith and how it's real. And again, these are like objectionable questions or questions that will ask me that I get here from unbelievers. How can you trust the Christian faith? So that's what I just want to share for now. Um, I honestly cannot remember what else, what other objections. Um, oh, and I can... I think I can uh, say a few words on this one, but, you know, when, how can I worship a God that, you know, is almost like a genocidal God? Well, if you properly read the scriptures and really look at it, the reason why God at certain times killed many people that is almost like a genocide is because if you read the passage before that happened, God was revealing to the Israelites that a lot of these people that God has punished have were pagan people. I mean, they did things that were unimaginable to this day, and they were very sinful people. And that's the reason why God brought his people Israel to go and conquer them. Not because to, because he likes punishing them. Because trust me, he doesn't like punishing the wicked people. It says so in Ezekiel. Check that out. But when you, when you read the Bible passage again, it's because there's always a reason. Now, God in the in the Bible tells the people first his people Israel there are times his people in, in ancient Israel has rejected him but again he always give uh, how should I say this he always punishes them for good but in the end he tells them to come back to him he always begs if you read the passage thoroughly he always tells his people Israel first please come back to me because we, I know, and God knows that his people is not a perfect people, but he always has a plan for them. And then throughout scripture, it shows that how God has always called Israel to him, no matter how wicked and sinful they have committed, things that they have committed, God is always loving. God is always wants to forgive, and he's calling his people back to him. And that's what he has done with other uh, non-Israelites, other nations. In fact, when you read the book of Jonah, he instructs Jonah to go to Nineveh, who are not to the people of Nineveh, and they're not Jewish, and they're enemies of Israel. And yet when Jonah went there and preached the word, God forgave them. They, the people of Nineveh repented, and, they gave, and God forgave them. So again, if you read properly the, the scriptures, you'll see that God is not really a genocidal God and he always has a reason, but he's a God of love, justice at the same time, and forgiveness, and he always wants people to come to him like a child. 
So I believe I said a lot for now and that is the reason why my faith has been solid and that's just who I am and I thought I'd share that quick tidbit. I guess it's a long episode but I guess you can consider that a tidbit. So again, talking about my faith, again, if you don't like hear what I'm hearing, I understand. I completely understand how you feel and you don't have to follow what I follow. I just thought I'd share that. And for those who do like to hear it, I'm glad you heard it and I hope it really sinks into your heart. Again, when I say I hope it does, I'm not saying that you should. Okay, I'm not coercing anyone. I'm not shoving my faith down their throat, down your throat. I'm just giving, sharing this to you and it's all up to you to make the decision. Because as far as the evidence I've given, why not? Why uh, reject it? Why reject that uh, truth? So again, if you don't like hearing what I'm here, uh, what I'm saying, that's totally fine. I accept that, and please don't take offense to it. But at the end of the day, it's all in our decision. It's all in your decision of how who you want to follow, what religion you want to follow. I will just say this with conviction that it's best. To follow the Lord Jesus Christ and I say, <clears throat> I say that out of love because I don't want anyone to um, I don't want anyone to suffer eternal separation from God that's how much I love as much as I fail at that I love people and I want them to be saved too so again please don't even try to make a comment or try to complain to me just hear it if you don't like it that's fine you like it that's awesome all right so again that is it for tonight's episode of the live zone again i'm your host christian legaspi and i am sure that this will be the last time i talk about myself and in the next episodes i am going to talk about life in general and give lessons and how you and learn some things and how you can approach things in a very in a better way so again thank you for tuning in Have a good night. God bless.